BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Big voice guy, he lets us know we're in for another week. My main man, JP, catching up on a lot. A uh, couple camps, a couple tournaments, previewing a tournament. We've got seven on seven, man. It was a heck of a week. How are you? Good. It's uh, kind of crazy how past June has flown by, but getting back in the practice gym, uh, my team on uh, tomorrow. Yeah, ETG back in the gym tomorrow. A lot of other teams started this week getting ready for the River Cities. Uh, and some other tournaments around the state, it went fast. I mean, just this morning we're doing seven on seven yeah. against Benson, and that's going to be it for seven on seven. Yeah. You're coming up here in the next couple of weeks too. Yeah, and want to start there? A uh, big seven on seven event uh, this weekend over uh, our friend Mike Sauter, uh yeah. teamed up with Battle the fantastic tournament, deal. and that's that's what I've seen heard. Like just everybody that participated, hard, said, hard to say anything negative, yeah. right? Unless you're just that guy yeah. or gal, but. Well done. The, the the setup was great. I thought the officials were fantastic. Uh, the judge, the rules on the field is very smooth. The music was great. I, I thought the, it was just classy. It was it was a beautiful setup. Uh, and Mike Mike called me on Saturday night, like to tell me how excited he was about how well it went and how everything uh, ran. On he said that they even finished five minutes early. Yeah, uh, it um, was. Um, it's about as well done a deal as you're going to see for a relative first-time event. Now, you know, Circle and Battle and those guys got a lot of experience putting on seven-on-seven deals, and as does Mike. So when you combine the two, um, it was the schedule was smooth. You got to use the app. Um, I, f- I felt like it, it was a really good weekend. Obviously, Lewis Central, uh, the home host team, Pulled wins the, that tournament. Yeah, over Bellevue West and uh, – Brutal fashion for Bellevue West. Yeah. Uh, up up two, uh, going down to the last play, basically. Somebody run, runs the wrong route. Yeah. Uh, interception, that's three points for the defense, and suddenly, ball game. Yeah, that's, and it was interesting. And Coach Huffman was super funny and honest, too. He said, man, I, that's totally on me. Hey, that is, that's, so he ate it, and, and uh, Lewis Central put themselves in a, in a situation to win it. Got a pretty uh, good quarterback, huh? Yeah, I like him quite a bit. He's a gamer. He he loves, you know, obviously with Coach Camrad, he coaches him hard. Um, you you can you can't really tell what that relationship is from a family standpoint. Just one good coach coaching another good player really hard. And that team, they got a little swagger with Humple and and Owen Thomas and those guys don't back down. And Braylon Camrad, the quarterback we're talking about heading to Northern Iowa. Um Talk about how the last second went wrong for Bell West. Unfortunately, for your guys in the semifinal, the last yeah. second went right for them. Kind of a buzzer beating uh, touchdown. It was. Throw it was. The uh, they Tyrell up. Jordan was that one. Yeah. Yeah. Little corner route. Yeah. Well timed. There was no time as time expired. It was seventeen seventeen. They had one play left. Uh, we had to battle back. A little bit of a sluggish start. Um, we had a couple of defenses in, and and uh, it wasn't enough. Yeah. 
early on. You know, that offense is is, is pretty well oiled, and Kalen is pretty good. So drew some stuff up on the fly uh, to kind of give us a chance to get back in it. Uh, you know, because you blink and it's 17 nothing, yeah. <laughs> Right? That's tough. And we come back and we make it – Westside comes back and they make it 17-17. And uh, as time expired, it's a nice little timing route. It's probably a, maybe a 10, 12-yard out route. Um, they just got in a pass interference before that, put them in good position. They kept their composure uh, and made a play. And uh, I felt like it was kind of the usual suspects, right? The Gretna was upset. I think you could call it an upset against Millard South. Uh, in the game right before that, which was fantastic. It went down to the wire. Uh, Benson and Prep had a great game. That was hotly contested. I like the fact, JP, there's a lot of good energy. There is some really good individual talent. Um, I felt like Millard South was probably the team I came out with, and it's funny because on the show I'd said to Sharpie, he just kind of went through this quick top five, and I go, Hey, let's not forget about Miller South, yeah. right? Like uh, that that program has got a good, you know, you know the recruiting, not yeah. the recruiting classes, but the incoming freshman class from two years ago. I felt like it was the next best behind that 2024 group at West Side, right there with Bell West. They were kind of a little overlooked. That's a really good group at Millard South, and they got another one in this year. And they've got some key pieces coming back, Brock Murtaugh, Lance Rucker, who just committed and, North Dakota. Yeah, they played that whole weekend without yeah. Murtaugh. Yeah. And uh, I I like them a lot. Um, you know, Coach Wisdom is going to be no nonsense, doesn't put up with a ton, a lot of confidence. <laughs> um, and I think his team kind of kind of played that way, you know, individually. Um, a lot of good performances. I thought Deshaun Prince was good. Uh, Flores was was as good as Flores, advertised. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked Barnett uh, from Bellevue West. TK. Um, he's explosive. He's a very good route runner. Um, you know, I think unbiasedly uh, – doesn't really love seven on seven. He's a guy that is better with pads. Uh, I think Caleb was fantastic. The, the it's whole a good we- trait to have in a wide receiver. The, the, <laughs> the whole weekend, right? Like, and I didn't. He's not a has wasn't a seven on seven guy yeah. really. You know, he's he's one of those guys that prefers to yeah. play. And so, um, I thought he was he surprised me a little bit. Christian Jones offensively mm. surprised me. Interesting, because we're tinkering, right? Yeah. We're in the kind of the lab, and we were, didn't have. Lloyd and you know Bellevue West didn't have Hall, and so it kind of gave us a look to 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 look at some different yeah. things. Um, I really like. I'll I'll give you one. I really like Sims from Gretna. Uh, long, strong body. Um, I mean, maybe it's easy to play with Flores. Maybe <laughs> it isn't. But I thought he, I thought he was good. There's a couple guys I'm very curious about. Donaldson at prep is one of them. Um, Looks the part, longs, angular, throws a good ball. I'll be curious to see how he fits in with that run game and that offense. Yeah, that's um, obviously like it was prep. Uh, there's not a ton you can learn from seven on seven to translate to the season because the strength of that team is that front and running that running game. Um, yeah. But they, they've got some pieces there too. Sharmar Brown looks like a million bucks. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. Big fan. <laughs> he's a, he is a big, strong 
He packs a lot of muscle on that that yeah. that's, and that's smaller height. Development statue. in the last two years from where he was when he first started yeah. playing. Remember to, how he was the once quick little yeah, elusive exactly. guy. Now he's a two hundred pound power hammer. back. Yeah. And uh, I thought he looked good. I really liked some of the athletes. Avery Harris at Benson. Um, he and Prince are going to be quite a tandem on the outside. Avery's Avery's pretty good. A little overlooked. Um, I liked some of the skill at North. They were without uh, Khalil Davis, uh, who's kind of nursing uh, NAC joint. Um, but they got a couple of quarterbacks that they're going to have to I remember it was Zach Martin, and then we were trying to yeah. <laughs> figure it out once upon a time. They may have two or three yeah. uh, at Omaha North, which which will be interesting. But I think my t- Millard South was a team that definitely got my piqued my interest. I thought Mount Michael was competitive. It was a um, really good field. Like the teams that he South got in South had this, a good team. He yeah, did. Bennington was there, obviously. Hey, like I, I tried to tell people before this started. I said, hey, listen, I know you guys hear about Mostic and, and some of these other things. I said, that's a good team over there. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying bringing the quarterback back, Trey Bird. Uh, don't uh, sleep. And they made their late run into the semis. Uh, I felt like Jalen Spears from Ashland Greenwood was really good. Uh, he is quick as a hiccup. So there was Central City was fantastic. Uh, we saw them twice because for whatever the reason there there was a no show and and uh, they had they had advanced. They we were going to play the winner of Central City and South, and I think something happened with that earlier game. But um, you know, seeing Aiden Zickman play another sport, and he's pretty good. Yeah, uh, didn't realize he played football. Yeah, and and he's he's that guy. And we're as we kind of transition into basketball, he's that yeah. guy. That I think in the 2024 class has a lot of room to move up the charts. Better days are ahead for Zickman because he's going to put up some monster numbers. At Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The high school level. Yep. Um, had a pretty good uh, sophomore season this past year, kind of leading the way for Central City. Yeah, played uh, young. Yep, and obviously playing a high level of competition this summer with ETG. So, um, But yeah, like you said, transition to basketball now, kind of the last week of June high school events. Uh-huh. Um, I think. We uh, recorded last week right before um, the Bluffs Bracket League final. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't go so well for uh, your Westside Warriors. Uh, Bellevue West uh, was up 48-24 at halftime. Uh, won that wow. thing 86-61. Yeah, we're and going back and forth. And as you're telling me the scores, I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't good. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Josiah Dotzler and Robbie Garcia combined for 50 by themselves. And uh, Westside scored 61 as a team. So, um, 
Yeah. yeah don't, plus plus eleven against two guys. That's probably not a good thing. Is that yeah, what you're telling no. me? Um, you're, you're impressed with Garcia. Well, actually, you're impressed with both those two. Over the last 30 days. And we talked about Josiah kind of early in the month and needing to shoot the ball better. And he was one for 12 in the first three games I tracked in uh, from three. In the last seven, um, he, he was phenomenal. Uh, average 19 a game overall. Um, it's 21 of 44 from three, which is 48% in the last seven games. Hitting some tough ones. Um, and he, he, again, 19 points, five assists, uh, in the 10 games that I watched at Bell West this month, I saw more of them than anybody else. And, um, he really impressed me and he, he played well against some tough competition as well. Uh, wasn't all just beating up on, uh, teams missing half their guys or whatever. Like he, he stepped to, uh, up to the, the table when, uh, they had played some of their toughest teams this month. So, um, Really impressed with him. And then you mentioned Robbie Garcia, Jacob Arope. Um, wish him well. Ho- hopefully he yeah. recovers soon. But they were without him for the last week or so. Um, and Robbie Garcia, he, I think he had struggled a little early on uh, in the month. Obviously, he played some varsity last year, especially before Arope got cleared to play. Um, so he got that experience, but um, kind of fell out of the rotation a little bit once Rope got back and they didn't go quite as deep. Um I think he struggled a little bit first three games, but man, over the last five, basically seventeen and nine, uh, multiple double doubles in there. Just a monster on the offensive glass. Uh, shot the three well. Um, seven to twelve from three in the last five games. Uh, finishing well with either hand in the post. So um, he's a guy that I think is definitely worth watching. Um, kind of as the season plays out, um, and that's going to be a tough combination with a rope and. Uh, uh, Garcia offensively, especially with a point guard like uh, Dozier, kind of attracting the attention, first of all. Yeah, I think the biggest difference for them is I think just watching this last month, they're the clear cut, yeah. I think, number yep. one, heading into uh, the winter season. I think the, the biggest thing will be them defensively, their ability to get stops. Um, a big loss in William Kyle the third, yeah. kind of the consummate rim runner. He protected the rim. You could funnel, and he could block shots. Not that a rope plays below the rim, but not near the defensive yeah. stalwart that, that Kyle the third is. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they want to go big and how they'll play ball screens against some of these smaller, quicker lineups. And yeah, just going to put more emphasis on the perimeter defenders with Dotsler, with Eldon Turner, with uh, with Jackson Stuvey out there, and Jane Jackson, who, who has the ability to yeah. be an elite level defender. Yeah. And I think yes, and, and Jackson, uh, I should have mentioned him as well. Um, I think he's can't uh, one top list of candidates for breakout players this year. Uh, he's going to play a, a bigger role for them. Average nine a game as a sophomore last year, uh, after playing a little bit off the bench as a freshman. Uh, the, the eight games that I saw, 17 a game, shooting almost 40% from three, doing a little bit of everything. He's a really good rebounding guard. He's great in transition. Uh, he, Were he, you surprised at that team you saw against Miller North the other night? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw that second game. Like, yeah. Miller North was having none of it. I was like, that isn't the, the Bellevue West that I'm accustomed to seeing. But, again, different kind of lineup, especially without yeah. a rope. And then down the stretch, though, they made the plays to pull it out. Um, got the stop at the end on uh, well-defended. It was a good play from Miller North, just kind of the, the throw-ahead, pass off to the wing, try to get a three off at the buzzer. It was a three-point game. Uh, and uh, I think it was Turner, I think, was right there yeah. in his face, forced uh, a really tough shot from uh, Eli Gith. So, um, yeah, and that's – if we want to uh, kind of transition forward, Miller North, that's a team that 
I mean, you could see them kind of anywhere in that top 10 it's or so. kind of how I feel about Prep, too, though. Yeah. Especially if Prep gets good backcourt play. Now, he may have to go young, younger than he's accustomed to in the backcourt. But those are two teams that are perennial see-at-the-end yeah. kind of teams that I think the range is fairly broad. I could see it being six or seven spots. Yeah. And Miller North, I think, is a team that'll be different later in the season than early on because they, so they, they, they've got two of their six back or two of their top eight back. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, Neil Monster is the only starter returning, and then Gate uh, stepping in will kind of take over. Uh, start as that that point guard, that initial, uh, that primary ball handler there. Who do you then, think steadies them at the point guard spot? You think it will be? Eli? I, I think they're going to play through him. I think uh, we talked about it. Uh, I think. Uh, Luke Davis will help a little bit there. Um, they've got Jacob well, Martin. very familiar with. Yeah, Jacob Martin is kind of a spark plug type of guard that can go uh, play well in transition, go get you some buckets. Um, so I think those will probably be the, their primary ball handlers. Um, and then you got to see how Paxson Piatkowski transitions there, how Caleb Steele transitions to playing high school ball after being homeschooled. Um, obviously, he's playing with ETG uh, year 16s this summer. But um, – so th- there's a lot of moving parts there, and I think how good they how good they're going to be probably falls on how good and how consistent uh, Mosser and Geth can be because those are your two guys coming back that they know what you do best. If those guys can be good consistently, they'll have a chance to be in that that top five, kind of be there in the mix. Um, but I think a lot is going to be on their shoulders, and they got to show some improvement from where they were last year. Is it just me, and, and maybe I'm too close to the forest to see the trees? We were trying to go through Bellevue West, and we got to seven or eight, right, in terms of their depth. West side will be four or five guys heavy. Millard North will be pretty heavy with their core. A lot of guys coming back, but weird that not as much maybe depth, right? Bellevue West could play 9 or 10 last year. Westside could play 10 last year. Miller North would play 8 or 9. I, I don't – do you see a team like that? Uh, no, It's always hard to tell in June because you have some guys in and out and two two of the teams that should be in the mix Maybe there. Gretna? Westside and Gretna, neither – we did not get a good look at either one of them. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah. C.J. Mitchell didn't play at all, and he's going to be one of those four that um, you guys are going to ride heavy. And then um, Gretna, like their first week, they were mostly healthy, and it seemed like every single time I saw them the week after that, some, Paco- some combination new. of Pekorski yeah. or Wilcox, Wilcox and and Isaiah Curry is a senior that's going to play for them this year that got hurt earlier in the month. Joey V's been in and out. Um, it was good to see him contributing in seven-on-seven. Seven. I was, you know, because his health has kind of yeah. been a concern, uh, you know, in, in both of his sports, but I, I'm, I'm team Veith on that yeah. one. Yeah, and that kind of – he kind of fell out of the rotation last year after playing early on because of some injuries and never found his way back. I think he's, he's had a, he had a really good spring uh, for, for OSA Adidas Gold. Yeah, we and sat and watched him in Kansas City, and we are like, yeah. he Hope plays so hard. Yeah, that's exactly right. He, <laughs> he can rebound, knock uh, the shots uh, there for him. He can be a really effective player on both ends of the court. So hopefully, hopefully he stays healthy because uh, he'll have a chance to help them. And if he's good – to go with those guards, to go with Jeff Rozelle, who I think is continuing to get better and better. Um, they'll definitely be right up there in the mix in that, in that top five. But again, we just didn't get to see much of it this month, just like Westside, who um, I, I think th- they know they're four. It's a question of, all right, that next group of four, like who are going to be the five, six, seven, eight. Um, and, and you've got a group there with, um, with Malik Crawford, Kevin Brown, 
uh, Luke Nomishi, and I think Maddox Anderson are probably some of the main guys that are fighting for the, those rotation spots. That, and I thought a few of those guys definitely played. Uh, I think Crawford showed some moments. I think Kevin Brown played better down the stretch of the month than he yeah, did Yeah, I'll tell you what, year. his finishing around the rim, yeah. like we get that under control. He gets to the rim. Yeah. It'll be finishing around because he gives you some length yeah. too. Yeah. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I, I think he kind of is one that got a little bit more confidence. Uh, it, it's tough when um, you're kind of playing with guys that have been there and done that before. You kind of yeah. defer a little bit. You're not so not totally certain, like, um, all right, is this this what I need to go be aggressive or whatever? But I think um, I, I think he'll end up being a, a good rotation player for you guys, and ho- hopefully the the last week or two of his play carries over for me, um, um, so he can have a good July for us. But um, that's those are probably kind of the the teams at the top. I think a team that and we talked about previously, but that really, if you're looking at Lincoln as a chance to make the biggest leap, is Lincoln Southeast. Um, I know they went out to uh, that, that gold crown event in, Cal- uh, in Colorado mm-hmm. the last p- weekend, and uh, three of their players earned an offer from D2 um, MSU Denver over there uh, with Taymor, the junior, and then BD, uh, Bengat Dak, and Wade Voss, who Wayne State had already previously yeah. offered. Um, so they must have had a heck of a weekend there um, for Coach to be handing out offers like that, especially to a D2 coach offering a junior. Um, that's not something you see a ton of. Um, so Taymor must have played really well out there. But they, they've got the pieces. Obviously, Jake Hilkman we talked about coming over transferring there. Um, they've got a lot of solid young guards at B.J. Bradford, Mari Shoemaker, um, some of those other guys there. So that's a team that I think has a chance to, to make a leap. Is there anybody else that kind of stands out to you as maybe they didn't have a great season last year but are ready to step forward this year? Well, for me, I, so I, I look at Central. And I'm looking at a couple of guys. Um, I like a wit. Um, my mar. It just as kind of this piece where he played with two guys that dominated the basketball quite a bit with Jaden Dawson and PJ Davis. And he's the one starter they got coming back. He's a good shooter. Yeah. Right. So I'll be curious to see his role. And I'm gonna give you one from off the radar because I watched him the other day. Now they scored a hundred and it was against, you know, Buena Vista who's not going yeah. to be fully loaded. But Davis is tough for Burke, and he, I think he flies under the radar for the caliber of player he is. Well, you got Dakari Davis you're talking about, and then Zeb Svoboda as well, fellow yeah. senior guard. He, uh, I was uh, at the Bracket League last week. He gets uh, glossed over quite a bit. He's at, a good player. And Burke Benson, uh, in both the OPS matches, um, were really competitive. But uh, in, in that one, Burke Benson, uh, a lot of trash talk going back and forth, a lot yeah. of physical play. Uh, Svoboda started at Burke before tra- or, uh, Benson before transferring to Burke. And uh, he went off for 30 
eight of 14 from three, and base it was a tie game. He walked in, tough three, got a steal, hit another three, ball game. Yeah. Um. So I and mean, we and you already liked Takari Davis, and so those are two guys that either one of them are capable of five, six, seven threes in any given game. Like if you get both those guys playing well together. Then Burke's going to be tough. They've got some athleticism and size, some size with David Boatman, Ethan Painter. Um, they're still and, I, to- and I like Coach Fisher, right? Yeah. I'm a little biased because, you know, I see him all Coach the time with ETG. But I, I think he, he coaches his guys hard and he demands accountability. And I think over time that's going to get it done. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are two guys that can make them definitely um, kind of a, a, a thorn in some people's sides this season. Um, Anything else stand out to you? I got to see Carney uh, for the first time, really, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, without Coach Baronic on the bench, I felt like it was a little different. But well, uh, I, I did see them. They played in the Papio South. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other night at UBT. And the uh, the the border battle over in Council Bluffs. Um, and they had uh, Gussie Alden playing with them again. He, uh, <laughs> Wisconsin commit, yeah. who uh, spent some time in Carney. The Gus Bus. Yeah, he. Uh, Basically, it was 30 and 10 uh, all three games that I saw him play. Hit a, so th- they were playing, uh, I-, I think it was Hoover, um, with, with Chase Henderson playing for Nebraska Supreme. And he's a fantastic Elijah, player. Elijah Voss, who uh, is playing for Kingdom Hoops. and um, Tie game, double team throwing. Uh, they just gave the ball to, uh, uh, to Gus on the wing. Double team spun back like, Nowhere to go, spun back, shot over one defender, three at the buzzer, ball game. Mm. It's like, what the heck? Let me ask you about one more. Well, Go but, ahead. Yeah, j- but play- obviously they're not going to have uh, him during the season, but guys playing off of him, um, I-, I like uh, Jack Dahlgren, really efficient. Um, Can kind shoot of, it. Yeah, guard there. Really crafty, good finisher around the basket. It was really efficient in the games I watched. And then Asher Endor transferred over from North Bend Central. He's really going to help them. Um, just long, uh, another guy that can uh, finish well at the basket, uh, can play in transition. So, um, yeah, they're not going to look exactly like I saw them, but uh, it, I think that they're going to – and you know with the way that Drake uh, coaches there. They're, they're, they're going to be pretty competitive. pretty good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you're not going to have an easy night playing against Cardinal, no matter how much talent they they have. Real quick, I watched him play Westside the other day. You think the group, the core, the basil, the winds, think, are they ready to turn the corner, in your opinion, I think, at Northeast in terms of carrying the mantle? And that is the biggest question for them, because if they are, Northeast is going to be right up there in the mix they for the best team be. in Lincoln. Yeah, they, they've got a really solid kind of – Returning five or six are still kind of building some depth, but Jalen Lang's really solid at, at the point. Christian Wynn um, uh, is uh, is a talented scorer. Uh, I saw them play uh, against Omaha North. Uh, he put up 22 in that game, pretty efficient, um, and really good going to the basket, just just tough. He's 6'5", can handle it, really good off the bounce, can shoot off the dribble, mm-hmm. and he's streaky. Like He, he knocks down, uh, he sees a shot go down, then he can hit two or three or four in a row. Um, so he, he's that guy, if he can, uh, he was their leading score last year. If he can push that to 15, 16, 17, uh, and be even a little bit more consistent. And then Porter Basil is so good defensively. If he can, yeah. again, find some consistency offensively. Um, I think with him, you know what it is? It's shot selection. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Sometimes he just takes a high degree yeah. of difficulty. Like it can, he can make it a little easier yeah. on himself by, 
kind of letting the game come to him a little bit more because he's skilled. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a good senior core there with, with – uh, Basil and um, Lang and uh, Win. So if they Quinn Weatherholt, um, Lazarek Houston, um, I'm, a, I'm a big I'm a big Lazarek guy. Yeah. So they, they've got some some young pieces young. that haven't played a ton, Talented. but um, can step up. Uh, Brecken Wilkie is another one that hasn't played a ton yet, but um, it's a good JV player for them. So they they've definitely got a chance to to be in the mix in Lincoln. I think it is going to come down to how good those seniors can be on a consistent basis because we know they're capable of being good in any given game. But to, to go on a run, to make a deep run, you got to be good every night, and that's what they're going to need from those seniors. And no coincidence um, that we kind of spoke it into existence. No sooner than we got off the pod last week, Trayson, Trey yeah. Anderson. Trayson Anderson, yeah. <laughs> South what? Dakota State offer. High, high ceiling. Yeah. Um, yeah. High ceiling. It, yep, so first first player in 2024 class to, to get a D1 offer. And, again, 6'9", good frame, the ability to step out and shoot. Um, and he's really just starting to scratch the surface. Uh, we're heavy on Class A. In Class B, we talked about Scott previously. They're the preseason number one, obviously. Um, I like Platteview. They got, hey, they've been tough. Yeah. With Trey Moseman coming in, joining Milken, who's played really well. They've got uh, Alex Draper coming back. Um, and then they've got the the, the young sophomore yeah, the, gives yeah, them some length six, too, six five or so, yeah. um, which they didn't really have. Uh, he, he's intriguing. I, I think he'll add a dimension they didn't really have last year. So maybe we add somebody to the scut discussion. <laughs> and Bennington, I saw them play over in the border battle as well, and um, uh, they're gonna have, they should be solid again. They returned a couple of starters there um, w- with uh, Isaac Connor and Dylan Cassert and Trey Bird there. Uh, so three starters back. Uh, and they've got a good program. They've got some young guys, I think, that are yeah. ready to kind of step up and, and fill the gaps there. So um, I, I think those are probably the, the best teams that I saw in B. In C1, it's Wahoo, I think, preseason one. Um, Benji Nelson was really good saw them against, uh, against Papio South yeah. on, on Friday in the, the Papio South Jam. And uh, 25, um, so long, can shoot the ball, go finish and transition. Um, and, and Anthony Simon is a guy that continues to, to get better and better to go with the returning core. Can I get that early stock yeah. on Simon? Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> had to coach against him. Uh, he, he's tough. Um, but then Ashram Greenwood, I think, is going to be in the mix there. They got two starters back. And Another Dane Jacobson. Jacobson was their sixth man. He'll be the uh, starter now. Um, so th- th- those are kind of some of the, the teams that stood out to me in, in BNC1 as well. Yep, that's a week. It's fantastic. It's rapid fire. It's Nebraska Preps. This is Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. Next week we'll be here same time. A Huda Media Production.